Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 45-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Good to see you. Welcome back. Y'all look good. You ready for a full body reset? You're going to just like to take your whole body and just like, yeah, that's it. We're going to do that. We're going to like from top down and we're going to work toward table pose, which is uh, a front body opener. And so that's going to include getting just like everything really nice and warm and stretched out. And then we'll have a nice uh, chest opening series at the end of practice and give you some modifications if table is not your thing. Let's start comfortable seated position. If you've got any yoga tools at your disposal, bring them into this. Uh, two blocks would be nice. You don't need them right now, but they will be nice for uh, later. And any other accoutrement that makes sense to you, uh, just have them around so you don't have to go get them. Let your eyes fall gently closed and have a moment inside where but whatever is going on, you just like, close your eyes and you're inside your body. And there's so much outside of you and there's so much that you could be doing or thinking about. And so it's, it's a radical act to pull your attention back into your body to see what's going on there so that you can self-regulate in order to be better with everything that's out here. First, awareness of what's happening in the space that you are. And whether it's great or uncomfortable or messy, right, it's all there. And there's other things that are going to pull your attention from it. And particularly if what's inside is a little uncomfortable. Right. The, the other things will become louder so that we don't address the stuff inside. And that's normal. What's unusual, what's that radical act is continually pulling our awareness back so that we know what's happening here and can change how we respond to what's happening out there if we need to. Take your chin towards your chest and just feel out what happens with that small movement of the head. And let your shoulder blades soften like you're just taking off a heavy jacket. And take your head gently side to side. Keep the shoulder blades dropped down. And add the element of lifting the center of your chest. So. Got this head side to side thing. That's pretty uh, standard. We know how to do that. And it's a little more sophisticated to feel your shoulder blades on your back and allow the muscles around them to let go and they can soften down. You can think of it as your arms getting heavy and providing a little extra weight there. And then really like, a lot of consciousness is going to go into keeping your sternum lifted. At every turn, gravity is going to pull the chest down. Right? That's what gravity's job. And so this idea of you bringing your attention into what you're doing, right? 
literally today and with the practice today, we're going to go to that deep level of keeping our heart up. Physically in this practice. Let that translate any way you like. Back to center. Chin to chest, but also chest up toward your chin. And then let your head come to balance at the top of your spine. And we'll have some big shoulder shrugs. So the shoulder shrug movement, this is yoga's practice of moving from the gross to the subtle. Not gross like you, but gross like big. So big action here, shoulder shrugs, we can do it. We can do it with third graders. They uh, they know how to like, get into this action, right? Then there's the the more subtle stuff that we're doing with it. So let's just, with this one, align it with your breath. Right? Inhale, shoulders come up, and exhale, the shoulders slide down. Add some nuances to that. Bring them forward and up on the inhale, and back and down on the exhale. You're really sincerely working to align the timing, the cadence. Then third thing, and I'll only ask three things of each pose. Heart up. And heart remains up throughout the circle of the shoulder. So helpful here, when you raise your shoulders to your ears, give that lift of your chest. When you drop the shoulders down, raise the front of the body in opposition. So you're feeling front body lift as the back body descent. Front body lifts as the shoulders move to the ears. So you're pulling the suspenders up and then keeping them up as the shoulders drop down. Let that settle into seated posture. Breath in and breath out here. Take a side bend. You can bring your right hand to the floor beside you. However you're sitting is great. Walk the hand out. As far as you go, left arm up. Any way, shape, or form. Not specific here. Just press the right hand down into the floor. And reach long through the left side. So again, the, the big action here is this lean to the side and the reach to the arm. That's again like that's that's a that's a third grade yoga move and it's perfect. Like it's good for us. The first level is good. Second level, press your hand into the floor. Deeper level, pull your sternum up and over to the side so that you're lengthening and again getting the lift of the center. We'll come back slowly to seated and any fashion that works for you to feel upright. And then the other side, you're gonna take left hand out right? and just let the, let the pose become as much side bend as you like or a side lean or like a seated side plank going on, totally cool. Right arm up and over. And so we made the shape, then ground the shape, hand pressing down. For a lot of us, when we feel the hand press down, that's going to remind the center of the chest to go up and over. Then add to that. Good. 
continually move your breath through this and those points where you've got the, the shape, but the exhale ground, right? Maybe it's your sitting bones or your shin bones, your hand out there with your inhale, heart up from the heart, reach the arm. And then next exhale, we'll come back to center. Pause and feel the two sides of your body. Have a breath. And let it go. And then over to hands and knees. We're going to work uh, cats and cows. So round and art. With your breath here, again, this is one of those moves that, like, you've known it for a long time. If you've been here, you've been, you guys have been here a while. And how do we keep it yoga? How do we keep it that type of practice where our mind stays with the intention that we started with instead of starting to think about the stuff outside? So right, you've got the, the basic movement. Align that with the pace of the breath. So when we're taking poses that move with the breath, right, that first step toward deepening our awareness is to line the cadence up, get the rhythm. If we're holding poses, our, our first step to go deeper is to feel the floor. There's no reason why you can't do both of those things, but it's intentionality. Right? If you're going to move and keep a rhythm, right, that's the, the vinyasa. And if you're going to sustain a pose, right, get the ground of it, the, the seat, the asana. And with this one, right, moving from the, the spinal muscles, cow pose, really press your hands down, draw your heart forward, so the front of the heart moving forward and up. And then as you exhale and round, the back of the heart moving up and back. Last one here. And instead of cat pose, you tuck toes under, walk your hands out, take down dog. And hands, thumb and first finger knuckle, that L shape of the hand, where those knuckles that the thumb and finger meet the hand with, those two, press them down and forward. Right. And then down dog itself can take the, the shape that your body needs or wants today. <sighs> to work with the center of the chest here, hands pressed down. <sighs> and float your chest up and forward toward your thumbs. You'll feel the difference between rounding the back like a cat and then lengthening the spine, giving a little float of the rib cage, a float of the sternum toward the thumbs. Get that action in your body of lengthening the front. Then if you like a little more, if you like a little backbend, you're not going to go by dipping down. You're going to go by lengthening heart toward the hands. 
And then you can continue to go. You can do the overstretch in the shoulders if that's comfortable for you. Make sure it's comfortable for you. Still, it's hands grounded, heart strung forward, and any element of the spine coming into that back bend and down dog is lengthening you. It's not pushing your heart toward the ground, but bringing the spine into the back of the heart, continuing to elongate yourself. All of that starts from the hands pressing down. I'm looking at screens. I love that I can see most of your hands. Find the thumb and first finger knuckle. Plow them down. Good. Look forward. Walk to the top of the mat. And have ragdolls just let things sway out. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start being like, okay, set your mat up so I can see your hands. Or set your mat up so I can see your hands. I'm going to get real annoying real quick no no i don't mean now <laughs> i mean when i when i <laughs> when i start being a good yoga teacher that's what i'm gonna do no, that looked good it is real well supported in that pose and those of you taking that back bend or doing it properly uh, from the outside from the inside you know you know what it felt like inside <laughs> Release your hands to your mat and walk your feet together. Pressing your feet down as so you come up to standing, take a big shoulder shrug, arms at your sides, and then hands to hips. We're going to take uh, the fingertips to the hip points, draw the hip points up, the thumbs behind, and the encouraging sacrum down so that your pelvis is level, hips are level. Then we're going to bring the elbows toward one another behind. Doesn't matter how close they get, but it's like you're hugging something between your elbows back there, which is one of those yoga things that's completely non-relevant to life, but uh, keep that action there. As you keep that action there, watch for your ribs. We don't want them to splay out. So ground your feet, lift your chest, the hug of the elbows in toward one another. And when you inhale, you're going to pick up your right knee, take the leg out to the side, bring the leg back behind you leg dancer, and then foot down into its own footprint. Left leg, same thing, up, out to the side, back leg dancer, and then into the footprint. So we'll take inhale up into the side, exhale back and down, a lot like those shoulder shrugs. Inhale and exhale. Go at your breath pace. Again, like that shoulder shrug action, like the cat cow action. Now the first, uh, the first step is like getting the circle of the hip. Next level of awareness. You're moving that at the pace of your breath. Third level of awareness. Elbows are hugging something behind your back and your heart is lifting up. Front body staying long. An element that will help the balance here, set your gaze eye level. And do that little lift of the heart before you really dial in eye level because it might change. One more set through these.
and we'll land. Samastiti, bring hands together at heart center. Press your feet down. Lift up through the center of your chest, lift up through the very back of your skull. That's like an even deeper dive into the subtlety. Can you lift the base of your skull away from your neck? So that we're drawing long through the front body, pressing the feet down, lifting the heart. And then the back of the head action takes the, uh, the muscles from the collarbones at the side of the neck long. Breath in, breath out, squeeze your legs, draw your abdominals in, empty out. The buoyancy of your chest as you reach your arms up, mountain pose. And bow forward, breathe all the way. I emphasize flow for a little bit with sun A's, working like we did in cat cow. Align with the breathing, inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, or variation of choice here of chaturanga or not chaturanga. A full inhale, back bend. You could always park it in down dog and breathe. As long as you're breathing, it's right. Down dog, breathe out. Empty, upper walk. Breathe in. Lift halfway length. Breathe out. Oh. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. Look forward, walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Breathe in. Nice. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk or hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more round. Breathe in. And 
fold. Breathe in. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Nice. Breathe all the way out. Pause here. We had a breath. So note what's going on or what's not going on. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in this halfway. Breathe out, fold, good. Then we're gonna move through some different shapes. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, bow forward. Main thing you're going to be looking for now is that alignment with the pace of your breath. Inhale, lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance. Draw your heart forward. Right. So again, third element. Chest is forward. Step your right leg back. Low lunge. Reach up. Right? Press your feet down. Lift the center of your chest. You exhale, hands down behind your head. Take them uh, laced like you're going to do a sit-up, but we're not. Inhale, let your heart lift more. The arms or the hammock for the head. When you exhale, come back upright. Hands to your mat. We're going to inhale, the left leg up and back. Three-legged dog. Exhale, bend the left knee. Bring it into your chest. Step lightly, a low lunge again. When you inhale, bow pull left elbow toward the ceiling. Open the arm. Exhale, very similar. You're gonna bring the hand behind the head. And then inhale, lean your head back into your hand. Draw your heart forward. When you exhale, left hand down. Step the back foot up. Feet together, you got plenty of time for this. Elongate. and bow forward, breathe all the way out. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Nice, exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet, hip distance. Forward, draw long, keep it as you step the right leg back. As you're still elongating front body that whole time. And follow it up into a crescent, arms overhead. When you exhale, pull the elbows out to the side, lace the fingers, you know, sit up arms, but then instead, let your bodies open up and the hands provide support. As you exhale, they continue to support you as you come up right. And then hands down. When take the left leg. Up and back. And then exhale, knee to chest, big step. Breathe in, bow pull left elbow, open up. Hand back down. Step the back foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
and breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance. Step your left leg back. Breathe in, reach up, breathe out, hands down behind, breathe in, chest goes up, you got the front body opening, then use the hands to help you come upright, bring the hands down to the mat, inhale, right leg up and back, and exhale, bend knee in, to the elbow, big step. Bow pull right elbow up toward the ceiling and open. Hand behind, draw your heart forward. Exhale, hand down. Step the back foot up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Length of breath all the way to the top. And bow forward. Length of breath, let your head drop at the bottom. Breathe in. Lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Left foot back. Heart forward as you're stepping. Breathe in, reach up. And breathe out, hands down. A little hammock. You go up, you go back, press your feet down. And as you exhale, hands help you up. They go to the mat. The right leg's going up and back. Left heel down as you do. Bend the right knee. Take a big step forward. Bow pull, open up a little over twist if you like it. It's totally cool here. And then right hand down and step up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Back to some more structured flow. Sun B, set your hips back. Ukatasana. And exhale, fold forward. Press your feet down, lift halfway. Bring your hands up to your shins and focus on front body lengthening out. Feel the back body working. I get high enough to feel mid-back. Hands to your mouth. Step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Nice. Slow the roll on this. Right foot forward. Plant the feet. Come up to a full pose with a breath in. Now your main thing is the breathing right now. Then hands to heart center. To the mat, you step back down dog or low push up. Either way, you're not in a hurry. Then an upward facing dog. 
and then down dog on your exhale. Complete the exhale. Continue to press into the down dog. Find new space there. And left foot forward. Plant your feet. You're not in a hurry. Reach up. Squeeze the legs. Squeeze the arms. Hands to heart center. To the mat. Draw your heart forward. Full breath out. You're unhurried. You can go anywhere from here. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Press into the pose. Find the end of the exhale. And then pause here for a full breath in and out. And feel what that is when you're unhurried. And you don't know what's coming next. How you can't anticipate. How many times do we anticipate? And we think we know where the teacher's going. And. Most of the time we know, right? Let's face it, like most of the time life happens the way we think it's gonna happen. We get up, we get out of bed, drag a comb across our head. Right? But we miss stuff when we do it like that. When we know that it's gonna be this leg next. When we know that it's this pose after that pose. When we know what's gonna happen, we have no room to be in the moment, paying attention, feeling our body. And it's really human to be on to the next thing. You know, reach up to standing mountain pose at the top of your mat. Accentuate the reach, stay with it. Catch your right wrist with your left hand up and over into the stretch. As far as you go, bring back your attention to your feet on the floor. Bring back your attention to the center of your chest lifting. All right, so sidebends are great uh, opportunities. There, there's a thing that we're doing, and we can overdo that side bend and lose all the rest. Or anchor the feet, draw the heart up, do the side bend well, and feel it. And back to center. Hands to your heart. Pause. Feel the two sides of your body. And then on your inhale, reach your arms up. And the other side. And so you've got that catch of the wrist. You've got the up and over, airing out, and the, the airing of grievances pose here. Plant your feet, lift your chest. What happens then? And then where do you go from that? And in every moment, our attention is going to try to kind of fracture, right? There's a lot of stuff going on inside and outside. Every breath out, find your feet. Every breath in, lift your heart. Back to center, hands to heart, pause. Then we're just going to contrast the other thing. Take your arms up overhead, breathe in. And then side bend to your right. Just go as far as you can. Uh, in the kids' class, we call this palm tree. Your arms are the palm uh, fronds, and they are shading something over there. And what I got going on looks about like third grade yoga. Uh, come on back to center. There's nothing wrong with them. They are great. Uh, press your feet down. Lift your chest up, 
do the thing we did before. Then come back to center. And we're gonna go to the left and just allow that to be just a side bend. Now, you know, this is moving, right? This is moving. And honestly, if you're not moving throughout the day and you do one of these, like this is gonna feel good and it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. Like you're, you're sitting at your desk and you do this. If you remember to do this, cool. And come up again to center. Press your feet down, lift your heart. Go up. Let the side bend come from going up. Press your feet down, lift your heart. What's the energetic difference there? What do you get from the one or the other? And then come back to center. Hands to heart. Pause. Next inhale, arms up overhead. When you exhale, you're going to have a seat down through Ukatasana. And here's the thing. You're going to get as deep as you can in your Ukatasana. You're going to continue to reach forward. We're going to try this out. If you need your hands because you're about to fall, use your hands for sure. If you can lower yourself from here to seated without them do, you don't have to. But find the point at which you do need them, right? And that's the that's just little little game with ourselves. So feet to the floor, about hip distance apart. We're gonna walk the hands back, way back. We're gonna be like our own little recliner here, right? Arms going back behind, and then come up to your fingertips. So this is not table, but it's a good uh, potential table substitute. I can. Fingertips back behind you, they press down and back. Heart goes up and forward. For a lot of us, this is gonna feel good. If it doesn't feel good to you, change something. Uh, lift your chest and spread out through the upper chest area, the shoulders. The shoulder blades are squeezing together on your back toward the center. Like, they probably won't touch. They probably won't be able to uh, like hold a pencil between them. They might, you know. Then go ahead and walk your hands in closer to your sitting bones and go palms down. Uh, so they still won't be they won't be touching up uh, at your bum cheeks, but they're closer in. Check out fingertips forward. If your wrists are already saying no, thank you. Check out fingertips out to the side. So you're turning your hands. Might be more comfortable here, right? For some of us, going to be more comfortable to turn the hands back. You can tell right now if you are paying attention, walking your hands through those three actions, where is it comfortable for you to plant that thumb and first finger knuckle? So the L shape of your hand getting down into the floor. Right now, any hand position is good. And if you want to go a little wider to see if that will help your wrists be comfortable here, do that. Big surprise, if your wrists aren't comfortable here, they're not going to be more comfortable when you put weight on them. It's just like that science. Uh, if you need to go back to the fingertips and lift your chest, do that. If you can keep the hands closer, press the thumb and first finger knuckle down, and then bring your spine up into the back of your heart. So you're going shoulder blades toward one another, and also a lot of big back bend there. 
you'll start to feel your biceps uh, elongate. That's what we want. We want that to happen. Press the hands down into the floor, then hips come up, maybe. Chest has already gone high. The arms are already uh, engaged, then the hips up, and then you might feel you'd step your hands back. Press your hands down, press your feet down, and get longer. Like, it's like you're adding leaves to your table. I'm going to stop the puns, but uh, the idea, lengthen out as much as you can. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Breath in. Glute muscles hug up toward your hamstring, lifting the hips. And then slowly down. Pause and just register how that feels in your body. Like to be down, to be done with that. You're either glad you did it or glad it's over. But discerning which, which one you're glad about is, is a good thing. And we'll come on down to your back. And it can go the opposite. We're going to go up into bridge. You're going to press your feet down first and lift the hips first. Right, so table and bridge are, are good complements for each other in this, these back bends with the arms behind us. So hips are up, lower spine is up, mid spine is up. Then you start to walk the shoulder blades toward one another. So same action, same arm action as table. This one driven by the feet and legs. Press arm bones down. And then you start to bring the spine to the back of the heart. You bring the heart toward the face. So the shape of the opening is different. Breath in. Breath out. Come on down slowly. Pause when you land. Breath in. Breath out. Go again for bridge. Actually, if you really liked table and you want to go back and do that again, do that again. Or wheel pose, plant your hands. And come on up. And even if you don't usually do wheel, after some of that today, you might give it a go and see if it got a little easier through the other practices. Either way, starting the awareness at what's working the floor. So in either one of those table or bridge, there's what's working the floor first. And then there's the spine moving in toward the back of the heart, the equivalent of sending the heart up and out. Breath in. Breath out. And then slowly down on an inhale, elongate yourself on the mat. Walk the feet wide apart and let the legs move side to side in windshield wipers. Just allowing it to feel good and to have that, just, just that first level of awareness where you're doing the thing, you know you're doing the thing. Nothing really too deep about this needed. Just the next level of what you're doing here is enjoying. Back to center and 
walk feet together. Press your feet down, lift your hips. If you've got a block, slide the block underneath the hips. If you've got two blocks, you might use two. Have the toes on the floor for a moment. In through your abdominals, feel your sacrum press against the block. If you're not uh, on a block, feel the same thing with the floor. So even, even work through the abdominals with the sacrum on the block until your toes get light. So you're not picking up your legs. Uh, they get light. The abdominals, may, maybe they pull the toes off the floor, but the toes are still down. Then extend the legs together, bringing them up into Viparata Karani. Hips on the block. That entry focus is a little more on abdominals. You probably felt that. And it also kind of keeps us from being a, like a clunky part of the practice where we just kind of shove the block under and kick our feet up, although there's nothing wrong with that. But when we want to have that full reset, right, the, the, the idea of yoga as getting our mind back in our body, like taking care of our body in a way that allows us to have more energy later. One of the, the key principles is that awareness to regulate what we're doing rather than moving through positions, which again, not knocking that, right? Doing that is better than not doing that for sure. Really taking care of yourself includes that awareness and the ability to self-regulate. Because when you can self-regulate, what do you really end up doing? You do yourself some good. Our natural tendency is toward good. Nobody self-regulates and it's like, I'm gonna be a horrible person through self-regulation. I'm gonna be a much more distracted, stressed out person through self-regulation. I'm gonna give in to my every urge of negativity through self-regulation. No, like we don't do that. You get more aware, we're able to self-regulate. Right? We can then use this body that we have, this mental capacity that we have, the emotional capacity that we have, for the things we want to do. So it's really not about can you lift your feet together at once? Can you stay focused on a yoga pose? But can you train your mind to be aware of how you're doing? You're ready, make your way toward Shavasana with any finishing poses that you love. And then rest. That was good, y'all.
ready to move again. And start with your fingers and your toes. Gently roll to your right side in a gentle way. How would that feel? Take your time and bring yourself up to see it in that same way. Enough care that you would give to someone else. How you'd want them to feel. Unhurried. Spacious. Calm. Being a good host to yourself. Take a moment to clock how you feel. What's going on? What's not going on? Bring our hands together at heart center. Let heart lift to hands. Thumbs to forehead center and a gesture of heart lifting to mind. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super stuff. Have a great day. See you soon. Y'all look awesome. It was great. Well done. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.